What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are now watching the Growing Up Italian podcast. Yeah, I'm getting tired. You know what, though? Like, I don't like all these pizza reviews from non-Italians. Mm -hmm. I'm getting tired of, like, these non-Italian palates mm -hmm. telling me what's fucking good pizza. I don't it's know like, what you're talking about. It, are, you talking like, about, are you talking about Barstool? I'm just, I'm, it's like, Barstool does it, and I know that he, like, really does take pride in it and goes everywhere, but there's more than him, too. And I'm like, you're not, like, you know, my grandmother came here from Sicily when she was 10 years old. Her meatballs make you fucking cry. You know, the food is on another level. And then you see somebody going, oh, I don't know the pizza. Then I got, I had a, a Cuban friend tell me how to eat a slice of pizza. <laughs> These fucking guys are arguing how to eat a slice. You fold, you don't fold. And I'm like, let me, uh, I'll fucking eat it the way I'm going to eat it. And I'm going to taste it the way that I'm going to taste it. You know, everybody's got their own thing with it. I feel like with us, we basically fight, a, argue about pizza all the time too. Yeah. Like from our experiences on being on the show, yeah. you have people that, We'll say New York pizza is better than yeah. Napoli Don pizza, Roman pizza. There's so many different kinds of pizza. Yeah. I would say, I would say Connecticut, man. Connecticut pizza, New Haven. Oh, come on, Paul. Dude. So, so I'm not gonna lie. You I don't, you don't like any of the, of the the New Haven pizza. I, I, he I never tried, tried it. I, you know, I tried one. which one, and it was the most. What was it well, was Sally's? it Pepe? Yeah, Sally Pepe. Oh, so okay. I went to Frank. Frank, well, no, it's Sally's, Sally's Pizza, and Sally's then Frank Peps. Frank Peps, but I meant to so say I tried Sally's. Frank Peps, and I'm not gonna lie, it was, it was incredible. Good. Yeah. Now, best. It, it's mean, good. It's no, no per I'm, capita. Like you got three pizzerias versus right. thousand. You know. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm what I'm saying is Connecticut never gets brought up when I, I'm no, always. They, do, they get brought up I'm, a lot. I'm hearing okay because I'm hearing like in New York, guys are like New York, Jersey. A lot of Jersey guys are talking shit, and I'm like, just don't leave out. <laughs> just go to you know, don't leave out Little Italy and New Haven because they're. But I also, but I'm I also do like a lot of thin. I like thin and... So that's Connecticut right there. It's like the tavern style. I like the thin sometimes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like it all, but sometimes I like it a little thin, cr crispy. You know what it is about pizza? We always go around judging like, oh, this is a good slice. But what... Have you ever had a 10 out of 10 pizza? Like, have you ever said, Rob, bro, this is a 10? Whenever I'm starving, it's 10 out of 10. Yeah, I it's like, it. yeah, like, okay, <laughs> pizza. Hits, yeah. Okay, pizza is fucking pizza. Yeah, in, yeah. That you moment, know I mean? in that moment, if you're starving and you yeah. have a slice, that's probably... Not your favorite, but you're starving. To you, it's the best. And that's pizza how you know pizza's the Jordan, yeah, right? Yeah. Pizza's Jordan because a, an average slice of pizza is fucking incredible. So what's like a good score? Like what's like an edible pizza? Like a five? If it's a five out of ten, then... Emilio's freezer pizza. Like the Giorno's is, is good pizza, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I would say a five. I could, I'd be honest with you. Hungry, I'll do a 4.5. <laughs> what's, what's the worst slice of pizza you've ever had? Oh, man. Oh, shit. Where was it? We were... Uh, we were somewhere that it was, we were like down by the beach, like Jersey Shore, mm -hmm. and we just ordered a place that was open till three in the morning. Yeah. And it was just one of those places yeah. that you could tell they could give a fuck. <laughs> you know, they could give a fuck, dude. They threw the towel in years ago. They were just like these dumb fucking beachgoers well, are going to buy it. It was just 3 30 in the morning. You know morning. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's 3 30 in the morning. Yeah. Like, this asshole's been at the beach drinking all day. He'll, he'll eat shit. So they just throw it in a box and you're like, whatever. But Did you um, order it like for a delivery service or something? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and and like I'll also if I know the pizza shitty, I'll throw things on top to like extra garlic. Yeah, yeah, throw some pepperoni. Just fucking, just make me t feel like I'm tasting something better than the <laughs> shit you're giving me. You know what I mean? <laughs> pepperoni. So yeah, that's that's hilarious. I, I mean, I've had some. Uh, I'm trying to think of the worst slice. I've Are we going? The show's... Yeah, 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 oh, you're right about the show. Bro. The, oh, you guys don't fuck around with intros and shit. We do the intro like after. Food. We do the intro. Yeah, after. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Paul versus everybody. No, no, no. I don't give a fuck. I wasn't saying it like that. I was just like, oh, these guys just start talking shit. All right. It's yeah, all good. Exactly, right? It's all good. You know, on your, on your Netflix special, yeah. you were talking about pizza and how when you're dieting, you start feeling good. Well, so right? my, that comfortable spot, you're looking, the biceps are popping out. Your wife starts and ordering my pizza. Wife, yeah, dude. It's like a thing they do, man. But they don't even know they're doing it. Like the woman in your life, yeah, they dude, know they're doing they're it. They're fucking like, well, my wife is so accustomed to doing it. Yeah, you're right. She knows. She fucking knows. But like, 
uh, it happened the other day. It because I was just in LA for like thirteen days, and when I'm on the road, when I'm in California, I I don't eat like crazy. You know, I, like I eat when I have they don't to have eat. Good pizza there. They don't have good pizza. I I don't want to. I'm in the hotel. I'm kind of just. You know, I got two kids, so now I don't have kids. I'm just, real, you know, relaxing in the hotel, so I don't eat a lot. And when I get home, my wife can notice when my shirt's off that I'm looking better. And she just, you know, she had meatballs and spaghetti and sausage ready when I got home. And she's like, oh, I baked something. It's in the microwave. Like, all this shit. And I'm like, you All of know, a sudden, the, like, you know what the cookies doing. come out. Yeah. The Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's always like, oh, I brought you something home. I'm bringing you food home. And I'm going like, oh, oh you know what the fuck. Yeah, she just wants to make me look a little bit more like shit. <laughs> it's hard, I, it's yeah. hard to diet, though. When I get home. It is hard to diet, especially, yeah, especially with my lifestyle because, like, it's late, you know? Like, I'll do shows and I'll be home at you know, one o'clock in the morning. If I, if I'm down in New York city doing sets all night, I get home and like, you know, can't go right to bed. You open the fridge and like, all right, you know, throw a diet Coke down. You got, you got in the guy like plan your meals. You say like, Oh, today I know I'm going to eat this, this. And I can't do that. Me neither. No, no, no. But that's a lunatic does that. You're like a lunatic. You got OCD. Yeah. Like if you're, yeah, dude, like if you're like, oh, fucking Wednesday, I'm having meatloaf. Thursday, <laughs> I'm having fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, I can't. I mean, what kind of, because it's all about the mood. You know, like you, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to get stuffed shells on Friday. And then Friday, you're like, dude, I'm doing sushi. Fuck <laughs> you try that. to plan for the week. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm going to get sushi. Like, fuck that. I'm not, yeah. Oh, okay. It's you're, a, for you're me, easy it's. Going. You're very easy going. A very easy going. Yeah. That's why me and my wife fight a lot because I'm very low. Like, I'm like. What do you want for dinner, babe? I'm chill. Uh, it's all right. Oh, dude, that's in my, that's in my special. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the biggest fights we get. I'll be like, hey, what do you want? She's like, I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. You think about it. And I'm like, all right, then let's get, you know, you want to do Mexican? And she's like, nah. And I'm like, what the, what? You know? Or How like, long does it usually take to like figure out what you're gonna eat? Long. Something. Yeah. One time we didn't have dinner. We just fought. Oh, we didn't bro. have dinner. I know that feeling. You're out. Yeah. You just went like, she, goes, fuck, chips. she goes, "Fuck it. I'm just gonna have cereal." We just got into a big fight, and I'm like, oh, "I'm like, there's four fucking choices. There's four choices. It's either Italian, uh, Chinese, sushi. I did get her into uh, Indian, which, by the way, man, gourmet Indian is fucking underrated. It took me fucking 40 years to figure it out <laughs> yeah. but if you get good and I'm talking good though I'm not talking like I'm talking like, like chicken tikka masala I mean yeah, that's like the most that's like the most popular but you can get some like spicy but like veal they have like veal vindaloo which is just like spice it's veal is so tender with the spicy shit on it it's incredible I'm lost when it comes to this by the way what, we Indian? ordered chicken tikka masala one day cause him and my buddy were... I tried to put them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's also... So I had that one time. I literally probably yeah. had Indian food two times. That yeah. one time. And then um, in uh, Ozone Park, we were hanging out in front of this uh, Italian ice shop. Mike's Italian ice shop. So, and there was like a pizzeria down the block. And my friend, the night before, he ordered pizza from there. And it was like a grandma pie. And I was like, this is insane. Like the pizza just hit. I don't know what it was. Yeah. So then we walked there and there was two Indian guys in there. <laughs> And I'm looking, and I'm looking at like the menu, and he's like, "My friend, I'll make you something fresh on the spot. I'll make you chicken marsala." So I'm like, "That's fine." All right, and he made chicken marsala with brown rice. It was literally halal chicken marsala tikka masala. I can't explain yeah. it. Yeah, but it was, it's like it Italian good? and Indian food combined. Like and it, it hit. A fusion. A like he fusion, made right? chicken marsala cut up. With the mushrooms on top, and he put it over brown rice and a little salad, I think that and then a white sense. sauce. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but yeah. I mean, that's Ozone Park, baby. Yeah, that's, that's Ozone yeah. Park. That sounds very. If you ever want to get an Italian disinterested, just start talking Indian, and they fucking start looking around. They start. They can't. A lot of Italians are like that with Chinese food too, though. Chinese food is well. That's a big thing. I got into an argument. We were on a podcast in the city recently. I got Chinese food is a very big scam in my mind. It's all fuck. It's all if you notice, it's all weight, right? It's all vegetables and rice. You know, they throw a little protein on top, but it's not, you're not, I know what they're doing. The they're veteran, fucking the sneaky. Move. They're then, fucking sneaky. You know, uh, dark or white meat? You know about that or no? What's, what's that? Dark or white meat? What, with, with Chinese? With chicken, yeah. Because yeah. they use the breading to like make the chicken look like a bigger piece. Oh yeah, especially when you get like general, the, the general, general chicken. Yeah, that's fuck. Chicken. Yeah, if you actually cut a piece of that, there's like a morsel of, of real <laughs> yeah, meat. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're the eating dough, fried fucking like, skin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The dough's like this and then there's just like a little piece of chicken. They're sneaky, man. Come on, we know what happened with COVID. You know what I mean? They're sneaky. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, gotta, we know what happened. The veteran move though is no veggies. <laughs> no veggies, no rice. No. The veteran move is is no veggies, no rice, extra meat. I, I fucking extra make them. I can, you can see their face. 
face. You could see their face get discouraged when they know you know. When they know you know, I'm like, listen, lower lower the veggies, not that much rice, more protein. They just like, they start looking around. This fucking guy. Yeah, they're Chinese like, this fucking food. guy knows. <laughs> Chinese food uh, really hits when the weather's bad, though. Yeah. If yeah. it's snowing, raining, cold. Yeah. Chinese food. See, for me, bad weather is is anytime cold, inside, rain, watching movies, it's all meatballs. It's me- meatballs yeah. are fuck. Oh, dude. Meatballs, sauce, pasta. Yeah. When I'm inside warm. You know, I mean, listen, every, every uh, occasionally, but Chinese, you get, you know, you know, Chinese, they also get hungry real quick. Yeah, because yeah, they know, stuff, right? they fucking know, dude. I'm telling you, man, they are, it's one of the biggest scams. What are you ordering when you order Chinese food? Like, what's the, what's the list look like? Uh, it if looks I, like a beef and broccoli guy. You know, I, no, yeah, simple. yeah, no, I do, I do beef and broccoli. I also do, uh, I like spicy chicken. I like, but see, they throw nuts in there and shit. So I gotta like really tell them. I just want loaded spicy chicken, no nuts. No nuts. Another thing, no fucking. Another thing they no try fillers. to do. No uh, celery. Fuck celery. <laughs> Fuck celery. What does celery dude. ever do to you? It just does nothing. It's just it, water. It does nothing. It's water and it's crunchy, but they do it to make it look. What fuck- about with buffalo wings? No celery. Oh, that's different. Celery and carrots on the side. If I could dip in blue cheese, that's yeah. that's different. You know I what I mean? Feel like when you're eating wings, you gotta have. Celery between every two, three pieces of wing. I'm, I'm big with the carrot, too. I like yeah. the carrot and the blue cheese. You know what I mean? I, so I like you're it. definitely blue cheese. Definite. Definite. I don't know why people go crazy about no, ranch. I just talk about food all day, man. This is funny. No, but I'll have I'll have ranch. Yeah? I'm not a ranch hater like that. Like, some people with, lose with, their with wings? shit. With wings? Yeah. If, if, like, if need be. If I, like, I would rather go... No, I shouldn't say that. There was sometimes where I'll go no, no ranch if there's, like... If I had to go just wings, I can do that. But I, if I had to go ranch, I could do that too. I feel like Wingstop Ranch hits crazy. crazy. Wingstop. That's the best ranch in the world. You ever had okay, it? Okay, uh, maybe. I did Wingstop a couple times back, you know, a while back. The so ranch I can't really remember. Insane. Yeah. Okay. It's like not as, um, the texture's more liquidy. I can't explain it. All right, like, like the ranch. Like, if you just went like this, it pours right out. Like, let's say some ranch, you flip it. Like, okay, downstairs, I got craft ranch. If you flip yeah. it, it's not moving. Yeah. This ranch is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't explain it. It's not like your normal I sauce. Hate ranch, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm a more blue cheese. I like yeah. thick blue cheese. Thick blue cheese. Like the thicker, the better. You know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, for yeah, me, see, with blue cheese, when you dip the wing, it needs to have like a chunk of blue cheese on yeah, each wing. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I thought I was the only one, man. Yeah, no. I eat that off my fingers. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. What about boneless? What? Boneless. Is that happening? I could fuck with boneless, you know, but I can't, but it can't be too bready. If it's boneless, it can't be like, like we were saying with the general child, it can't be too bready. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to, if I cut a boneless, I want to see thick white meat in the middle, not, not where it's just, you know, more of the fried shit or the bread. Yeah. I feel like boneless is just chicken tenders. Yeah, chicken nuggets, chicken tenders, same thing. Yeah. It doesn't do it for me. I need that. Are you guys drum or flat? I think that's the biggest one. You know, me and my son have this thing. Uh, my son is more of uh, my son's flat. So I'll, take, drum I'll take the oh, drums. Works yeah. perfectly, then. Yeah, the drums. Yeah, I think you get more meat. Yeah. Less yeah, work, man. It's a better just bite. bite this, yeah. It's a clean bite. Because that two, that two bone shit just ruins the flow of the bite, man. Yeah, you gotta, then you I got to flip it over. Yeah. I'll fucking rip my hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just like holding a little knob and just going around. You know? Another yeah. night, uh, <laughs> Sunday night, we were watching uh, the Cowboys game and we were eating wings at Carmine's and my family's like, yo, you're an animal. I just <laughs> did we watched me eat wings and I had all my fingers combobulated. But when I'm, when I'm like eating wings, I have to finish them and then yeah. I get up, go wash my hands. Yeah yeah. 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 It's like one of those, I don't know how people could eat it. With like one, Wipe there's no hands. nice way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, it's hard to eat wings and not look like an absolute savage. Right. <laughs> it's hard to like, you have to, you know, and the amount of napkins that are around just piles yeah. of fucking napkins. But uh, I a love a wet wipe wing. is necessary in those situations. Yes. Like somewhere in between you get one. and you know. I think any kind of wipes are 100% necessary in life. Like you, you have to wipe, you wipe your ass with baby wipes, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you have yeah, to. You you go. When I travel, I bring baby wipes with me. Yeah, oh no, me, that's, flushable, that's flushable a mush. Wipes. Yeah, but no, they there's say no such flushable. Thing as flushable. Right, they say flush, they ain't, so? no, they ain't flushable. Uh, no, the plumber's so coming. Out, the plumber's coming in a couple months. Yeah. The plumber's coming. Have, but have you ever had that situation where you had to get a plumber because No, because because uh after like the second time we we when we tried to get flushables when I first discovered this. Mm-hmm. When I first discovered baby wipes on the ass after the regular dry, 
we thought flushables worked because it said it, right? After like the second time it got clogged, we were like, nah, this ain't, this is going to be a problem. So we just stopped it. <laughs> oh, so uh, you didn't even get that far. No, no, we didn't get that far because I would notice that it was just a, like a problem. And I'm yeah. going like, nah, this is, it's not, they're not flushable. <laughs> you see the, when he flushes like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just rises. Yeah, it just rises. Out. I was like, yeah. Get the plunger. No, but uh, one time I actually had to like remove my bowl because of that. Like, you oh know, shit. You ever see when they have to, it wasn't even like they, they couldn't snake it. They had yeah. to remove it and then <laughs> go down the drain. So that looked really good. That's when I stopped flushing yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. But you realize how cleaner your ass is in life <laughs> after you got, get there. Yeah, like no once you do right. that, you're like, it's a whole different ball. There's game. no going back. There's no going back. How did we do it before is what I think, you know? If I know. And you're up to have the beginning. You just always had a little leftover, you know? <laughs> it's, but you didn't <laughs> even, but, see, but a lot of times you didn't know. Because <laughs> yeah. like you wipe no, until there's you, nothing. Like, you know when you're taking your, your boxes off at night and you see uh, the fucking runway over there. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> That's how you know you yeah, ain't down doing it right. with Paul Verzi over here. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to food. <laughs> Welcome to the Grown Up a Time podcast. Yeah. Uh, so wait, so you were born and raised in Yonkers. Right? I was I was born in Yonkers. I was there for yeah. I was always a Westchester guy. You know, always lived around Westchester. My kids were born in Mount Kisco. Now I live up in the country. Now I live in the most northwest part of Westchester. I live about an hour and ten minutes outside the city. Uh, but I love it, man. Because I, I can't what is do it this called? shit. What town? Uh, I live near um like Katona. So I never heard of that. Yeah, Katona. There's uh, sounds like upstate. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, South Salem. Yeah, it's it's um South Salem. Yeah, South Salem's up, is up there. Uh, North Salem's up there. Lewisboro. It's just uh, I thought Salem was Massachusetts. No, that's North. Salem. Okay. Salem, Mass is is just You're Salem. North Salem. Th- this is okay. North Salem, South Salem. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Katona's up there. Yeah, I'm yeah. not far from like Bedford. You know, uh, you know Chaz Palmentary. You have him yeah, on the show. Yeah, yeah. You had him on the show. Yeah, he lives Legend, up. Yeah. He lives up there. Um, yeah, I can't do this shit, man. I mean, and this is no offense, but like I'm, I can't be like city stuff. I lived in Queens. I lived in in, in Manhattan. I got two kids, man, and uh, just with times now. The I mean, way for your work, now. you know, you could plan your schedule. You're doing live shows. Yeah, and, and you know, like I'm I'm two hours from New England. I'm an hour from Manhattan. I'm, I'm not far from any airport. I'm not far from Jersey. So, and, and my kids are safe in the country. That's what I want. Yeah. You yeah, know, especially yeah. now, especially these days. You, know, you have a funny sure. Chaz Palminteri story? Uh, you know, what's funny is it was so surreal because uh, Chaz had reached out to, to somebody said, Chaz wants you on the podcast because he saw my Netflix special. And... It was so weird because it brought me back to... The one I, I watched, right? The, was yeah, it another yeah, one? Yeah, okay. No, the, the, the Netflix special that... It came out last year. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, okay. I didn't yeah, know it, came, it, came out, it came out last, last year. So uh, they were like, yeah, Chaz, like, you know, loved especially He'd like to have you on the show. And it was so weird because I remember being in, in the Bronx, Yonkers, but Cross County. And I remember being in the theater watching A Bronx Tale. And loving them, like just being so into it. And then hearing about Chaz and all that. And then sitting next to him. But one thing happened, it, it was a real cool thing that happened. We were talking about acting and comedians in acting. And as much as I love, like, I love acting and it's fun when you get into it, stand-up is my number one love. And it always will be, you know, um, get, doing my third special in Chicago next year. But acting is something that I started to do. You know, um, Pete Davidson's a dear friend of mine. I was, I'm in the season finale of his show Bupkis on, um, awesome. on Peacock and, and, um, yeah, uh, Bill Burr put me in his new movie that's coming out in, in two weeks on Netflix. So I really used to, people like, yo, you could act, man. You're good at it. So I started to like it. But when I first started in the city doing stand-up, somebody goes, hey, why don't you do this sitcom acting class? And I'm like, what is that? And long story short, it was just this woman taking money and you would go there and you would read and it was like a bunch of actors and I'm doing monologues. I'm scared shitless. Mm-hmm. Scared shitless. Every time I went to the class, I was scared. You know, and because you didn't like it, it was just because I got thrown into it, and it was just like now I got to stand up and read a monologue in front of ten actors, and like that's not what I did. I'm a comic, you know what I mean? So um, I would be scared. I didn't want to fuck up words. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to be judged, right? Because I just wanted to be judged on stand up. Because stand up is me, right? If I'm gonna sink or swim, it's gonna be me. I'm gonna go on stage and I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I do. Now I'm like in front of these actors. I'm in front of this acting teacher, and my buddy just I found out later. My buddy just fucking wanted help with money. So he's like, he's like, yo, if I could get you in cheaper. I think if he recruited people to the class, he got a deal. He got 10%. He got a deal (laughs) or some shit. So yeah, so I'm in there and I was telling Chaz, I go, man, yeah, she made me feel 
I did this one move where I was like supposed to go into the bedroom with, the, with this female actor and we having a fight after a party. And for some reason, I just started like fake unbuttoning my button down, right? That was like an instinct that I had. And she kind of made a comment like, Paul, come on, you know, what are you, like Tony Soprano? Like she's made a comment. And I was like, my instinct was to be, because if I'm fighting with my wife and we come back from a party and I'm like getting undressed, I'm going to do that, right? I'm going to, but, and she made me feel, so I told Chaz this. And he goes, see, he goes, a bad teacher could do it. He goes, uh, he goes, here's acting. Let's do an acting exercise. And now I'm sitting with fucking Chaz. This is on the podcast? This is on his podcast. You can see it. And now I'm sitting with Chaz. And he's like, we're going to act right now. We're going to do a scene. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, you know? So I had my Yankee hat on. And he goes, oh, you're a Yankee fan? Yeah, he goes, how long have you been a Yankee fan? I go, I've uh, been a Yankee fan, you know, since I'm like, you know, a little kid, elementary school. He goes, okay, yes, okay. He goes, yes, yeah, what we just did is acting. So now I'm going to do it to you again, and I'm going to ask you about how you're a Yankee fan, and we're going to do it like that. And we're just sitting there, and he goes, hey, so how you doing? Hey, man, I like that Yankee hat. And he's going through, and I go, yeah, yeah. And he goes, how long? I goes, oh, 12 years old. 12 years old. And we're like all of a sudden just talking about me having a Yankee hat, being a Yankee fan. And he just goes, that's acting. See how natural? It was just you talking, and you became a kid in a Yankee hat that I was asking questions to. So you just kind of get lost and you go there. And I was like, hey man, I wish she would have done, I wish it would have been more like that. But it was more of this like setup class. And anytime, you know, and I never took a stand-up class ever, but uh, I don't like classes and I don't like somebody that doesn't live in my shoes telling me like what, what to do. Like I could never go to a comedy class because it's like, you never stood, I stood up in front of black audiences that wanted to boo me off stage and I'm getting, I'm doing five minutes for no money. You know, I drove from upstate New York to Harlem to do that. So you really started from the grassroots. Dude, I fucking, I came up in New York City where nobody was putting me on stage. So I would do any contest. I would do urban rooms. I came up fucking eight mile style and that's real. Like I would be the only, I would be the only white soul in a room. 250 black audience members dressed to the nines wanted to boo me off stage. And, and then I would kill and they would be like, yo, this dude is funny. And then people started hearing and then I got in. So yeah, I came from the... I came from How long real have you been good, doing stand-up? 20, 20-ish. Oh, wow. Yeah, 20-ish oh. years. I did a... Yeah, I have a, a... My album came out in 14, and it was number one on Billboard and iTunes. And then uh, 2018, my Comedy Central special came out. And then 2022 was when Netflix wanted me to... to we put out the Netflix special. So now I'm working on a new one uh, that I'm going to shoot in Chicago. Did you see um, since the Netflix special has been like a spike in numbers? Uh, yeah. I yeah. feel once you're on that popular page... Yeah, and once the Netflix came out, people, people that knew comedy knew, and when, they were like... When guys like... There were, there were guys that were like big comics talking about me on pods. So like comedy nerds knew... But then once the Netflix thing came out, I think a lot of people started to, to talk, you know. And um, when Pete Davidson is a friend, Pete's like, I want to I wanna direct. Because I was one of his favorites from when he was a kid. So, I mean, he's still, he's, well, Pete's like 30, whatever he is now. But, like, he, Pete was like a young kid, 17, 18 in clubs. And he watched me. And I was one of his favorites. So, he was like, hey, man, I want to direct your special. Which was really nice. Like, he approached me with it. And, um... So once people started talking, but then when they saw the product, it's all about, it's all about what you, it's all the product, man. You know? Can you explain what a comedy nerd is? Comedy nerd is somebody that's like, they know the, the underground shit. It's almost like somebody that knows hip hop, but they know hip hop artists that like aren't, didn't pop mainstream so yet. So like a comedy nerd will like hear Kevin Hart and it'd be like a hip hop nerd be like, that's Drake. You gotta listen to this guy and play like... Yeah, it would be like... like So when I was coming up in comedy, if you loved stand-up comedy, you probably knew who I was, but like I wasn't in the mainstream um, until some bigger things hit. But you know those people that are like, oh, you gotta go to this underground rap show. This guy's... You know, this guy from Brooklyn. Nobody... This guy's... This guy's... And people like... Just like a, a small group would go to see him and then it started to get bigger. That, so that, it's the same thing in the comedy world. It's the same thing in the comedy world. It's just like, yo, go to this bar. He's going to be at this bar, but this dude is fucking next. That, it, that's the same thing. I don't know if I've ever been to a comedy show like that. Like small, intimate, right? I mean, I've seen Anthony Rodia in a small, like Governors. Governors uh -huh. is like, what, 150? Yeah, Governors is like two, like Governors is like two something maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah because in, in um, Manhattan, I forget the name of the street, but it's like, uh, it might be the village. East Village maybe? Where's all those comedy like, that there the, the block there's all the comedy Yeah, uh, uh so you're talking about like the the, the village. You're talking about yeah. yeah, there's Google. like the, the comedy McDougal, Yeah, McDougal, like the, the comedy sellers down there. But I I perform a lot at the stand. 
which is on um, uh, the stand, is on six East Sixteenth. There's Comedy Cellar there, right? The the is Comedy it? Cellar is on McDougal and Bleecker, like yeah. down there. Uh, the stand is on Sixteenth. There's New York Comedy Club on Twenty Fourth, and they also have a location on East Fourth. So I do all those. Uh, you know, then there's Gotham Comedy Club on Twenty Third. New York City is. Um, you know, New York City has them all. The problem with New York is the the crowds now are not what they once were because of this, you know, this far left liberal woke shit. So you know, you'll you'll say something, and and for the most part, you'll get a lot of good positive stuff. But you'll see people like, you know, you'll see people upset and like, why? How can you? You know, it's just a different time. So, you know, and it sucks to see do New you York bend like for that, that stuff, or What's do you that? just do what you feel is right. Nah, you, yeah, I can't change. You know, I can't change. Sometimes I'll go harder. You know, sometimes if I see the crowd is a certain way, I'm just like, look, man, this is it. Like, so, you know, it gets me, it gets me. The other night I was on stage in the city, I swear to God, and I was, uh, I was doing really well. And there was just this white woman's face. She was really upset with me. I was doing something. I was just, you know, I was, I was making fun of this abortion rally. You know, I thought it was hilarious. And, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, crazy. it was abortion rally. I was making fun of, and you know, the crowd, you know, people, a lot of, there were fans, some of my fans were there. They knew me, but there was this, just white woman who just like, she didn't even really listen to the joke. She just heard me talk about that. And then I didn't care that she was mad at me. What made me upset was she was looking at tables angry to see who was laughing. And that made me go harder. That made me go harder. And I said, like, I, I even called the crowd out. I go, man, some of you people are like, this is, this is like disgraceful. And, and I was just like, and then I just went back into my shit. But, um, yeah, it, it sucks because people won't, will just hear you say a topic or a couple of words that trigger them and make them feel upset. And they're not even listening to the joke, man. You know, they're not even understanding what I'm saying. But for the most part, it's good. But you just still get those pockets of people in New York, which is sad to say because when this city thrives, it's the best comedy city in the world. It's the best city in the world, but I think that the political divide that's going on in our country makes people, you know, even in a comedy club, feel weird. I don't think any of those people are real New Yorkers. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that, and I think I've never met a New Yorker. Well, and, like and but that. here's the other thing, and I don't think any of those people are real comedy fans because if you're a real comedy fan, you're not going to pay a ticket for a comedy show. You're not going to pay a two drink minimum. You're not sure. going to, you know, you're talking about a two hundred dollar night. You know, you got to buy two drinks. You're not going to just drink. You're probably going to get food, especially at the Stand, which is like a five star restaurant upstairs. They get, they flew a guy. The Stand Comedy Club on Sixteenth Street. They flew a guy in from Sicily making pizzas in there. Like it's they do. They do a Sunday dinner that's a real Sunday dinner. And, like, all these Italian dudes are making it. Like, so you could go in there. So it's a legit place. So you go in there. You're spending money. You're spending money to eat a nice restaurant upstairs. Then you go down to the showroom. You're going to have some drinks. Um, so if you're going to be upset about a fucking joke, man, if you're going to be upset about comedians up there goofing around, it, then, then, yeah, you're really not a, you know, you're almost just like a, if you're that sensitive, stay home. You know, put 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 on who you want to watch. Right. Put, on, put on who you know who is safe for you. Because you're coming to New York and you're going to hear some wild shit. You know, uh, you know, especially it's this like new being, hour I'm doing it's is like edgy. Being on the corner over here, it's real life. Yeah, yeah, and 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 like, and to answer your question, I'm not going to change. You know, like this new hour is edgier than my my last one. Mm-hmm. But not crazy. I'm still talking about my family. I'm still, t- but there's a couple of things that can make people go, whoa. But it's a joke. Yeah, There's yeah. always somebody, something that That's exactly, yeah, yeah. it's I exactly. Mean, we, we know that. We understand that. But, yeah, not everybody's like that. But I want to rewind a little bit to when you first started stand-up yourself. What year was that? Well, my first open mic, I mean, my first open mic was 99, but I can't count my first couple of years because you barely could get up anywhere. Okay, you can't yeah. really do it. Right. You know, like, so, like, I probably... In, st- in yourself? Like, the confidence? No, 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 no. Like, like... Financially? No, like, actually, like, who's going to put you on stage? Oh, right, 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 right. You're just... Without, you, without, you can't yeah. just call up and be like, hey, man, I decided to I'm do comedy, man. I'll be there Friday. They're going to be like, who the fuck... <laughs> so how do you, you know? build it? <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you, I'm funny, dude. Just give me... They're going to be like, yeah, Paul, we're booked for the year. How did you build your resume, then? Just, like, popping in everywhere and just giving yourself a shot anywhere that... Yeah, so what New York would do is New York would do something called bringer shows where you had to bring paid audience members. So they'd be like, hey, come on this night. It's a new talent night, but you got to bring three friends to pay. Gotcha. We'll put you on. They're, they're, three friends friend. isn't that bad. Like no, some place. Some it's place. Like a, back in the day, I used to be a club promoter. It would be like yeah. the DJ opener. <laughs> hey, you want to open? You got to sell two tables, you know? Yeah, so, and three wasn't bad, but then places were like, oh, bring 10 friends. I never did that. But yeah. the, this one place, New York Comedy Club, back in the day, was like, bring three friends, have those three friends pay. Those three friends got to buy two drinks, and, and we'll put you up. 
And, you know, you just start that way, but then you meet somebody or then you do well on the show. Someone goes, hey, man, you're funny. Hey, I do a show at this bar. And you just kind of, it just kind of yeah. does, you know, that's just kind of how it, how it builds. You it's know, just, just about showing up. Just yeah. showing up, word of mouth, open mics, meeting comedian friends. You know, I was a hustler, so me and a buddy would be like, hey, let's start a room. Let's go to a restaurant that has a back room. Let's tell them to give us a night. We'll have a month to promote it. We'll get all our friends, family. We'll get people in there. We'll take the door. It's just shit like that, you know, and here I am 20 years later, so it's, it's you know. What were you doing before that? I was, well, I dropped out of college to do stand-up, but I was in sales. I was knocking doors, phone, cable, internet, Manhattan and Queens. Yeah. You know? I feel like that kind of made you who you are in a sense, too, though, no? Yeah, you know, it, the, the knocking doors was really helpful because there's so many no's. You know, I'm knocking somebody's door in fucking Maspeth, Queens and shit at dinner time. Be like, yo, I'm here for, they'd be like, get the fuck out of here, I'm, co- you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm cooking. You know, but hearing all those no's and getting those doors slammed in my face yeah. kind of was, you know, because that's... In, business, in, in this business, it's a lot of that. Until it's, no, it's a lot of no's until they start saying yes. Yeah. And then when they start saying yes, they act like they believed in you all, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, They're like, fuck out of here, man. Before, before we start recording, we were saying how you have a familiar face. Oh, I thought you were going to say before we start recording now. I'm no, like, no, shit, no, you guys, no, you no, guys no, like no, to get no, to know no, your no, guests. No, for- no, 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 no. But, uh, Yo, before we get going, though, like, two more questions. Yeah, yeah. And, then- and then we can start recording. No, but... Um, <laughs> We're very excited to announce a long-term partnership with the Soto Gastronomia out from Australia. This guy's got a really, really interesting restaurant. Soto has a very interesting story. So they're first-generation Italian-Australians. They're basically us in Australia. Soto was created in their parents' and grandparents' honor so that they can pay their legacy forward. 100% of their proceeds goes to people in need, charities, and the arts. Soto will be supporting us this year, so you know the content's going to be even better. Bro, and who knows? Maybe at some point we're going to have to take a trip down on that. I was always curious how the Italian Australians made food. It's time we find out. Calandra's Bakery, family owned since 1962. Luciana Calandra, Sicilian immigrant, started the bakery in 1962 in Newark, New Jersey, passing it on to his grandkids. The third generation, bacon bread the old school way. Located in your nearest supermarket in New Jersey and New York. And don't forget to visit any of their three locations in New Jersey. Sorry. So you, your name's Paul Verzi. Very Ver- Italian name. Verzi, Sicilian, Verzi. Yeah. yeah. Very Italian. But I promise you, you will never be questioned about your Italianness as much as being on, that sh- on, on this show. Yeah. Everybody that is going to see you is going to question your Italianness. All right, well, I can... So I need to know from you... Tell me how and why you're Italian. Well, but I'm not 100% Italian. Okay. My mother, my father is 100% Sicilian. My mother is 100% Greek. Okay. So, uh, yeah, my, and so I'm 50-50 Greek and Sicilian. The thing is, growing up, and you know, I have a lot of friends that always say, how come you always talk about the Italian? So Giannis Pappas is a comedian. Yeah. And, if, yeah. and Gian, Giannis is from Brooklyn. He's hilarious, brilliant kid. And He's full and Greek? He's, he's full Greek. So Giannis and I bonded, and he's one of my dearest friends. He lived in Brooklyn for 40 years. Now he lives up by me. And he's, he always Mauricio gets, Rodriguez. He, he, yes, he does Marisa. <laughs> he does Marisa really funny. He also does Mr. Panos, which is the, his yeah. Greek character. Yeah. But Giannis will always get mad at me. And he'll go, how come you never fucking embrace your Greek? And how come you're always talking about the Sicilian? And, 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 they're, they're, and, and I do embrace the Greek, and I would never disrespect my mother. My mother is really more who I am. But what happened was my father, like, just would always beat the Sicilian into me and my brother. Be like, we're the fuck, we're the best. <laughs> we the best music. No, no, he would literally tell us we were better than Northern Italy. But how would he say that to you? He would just go, you don't understand, we're Sicilian, it's the best people in the world. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, I'm not joking. And then he would say, you know, don't tell people about the Greek because it's just going to confuse people. <laughs> That's the truth. He goes, just That's don't, funny. don't. T-. Yeah, one of my first comedy bios was like, oh, Paul has, you know, Italian and Greek heritage. And my dad read my bio on, on the internet and he just goes, yeah, listen, he goes, I, your bio is good. He goes, but why don't you... I would take the Greek out. It's just going to confuse. It's going to confuse people. And I was like, my mother, my mother's, yeah, I was like, my mother, but they, they were, you know, they got divorced and it was not good. Um, so my dad would always just, my dad was so over the top. I mean, whatever you think of a, like an over the top Sicilian, I mean, my father is fucking gaudy jewelry. Gaudy jewelry, man. My father what was, was he, right. What is he wearing? Oh, fuck it, dude. My father, I have, I have this chain here. 
And my father's, I, I say this on stage too, like he le- he's legitimately embarrassed at us. He goes, he, you know what he said? He goes, Paul, he goes, he goes, Paul, that's chicken wire. Tuck that in. Chicken he goes, chicken he goes tuck that, that's chicken wire. There's no mask to it. My father would watch rap because like my father would watch rap videos for the jewelry. That's like me. Because he would be, he'd be like, you know, I don't go for this hip hop shit. But this kid knows what he's doing. Like he would, he would go, he would go, he would go big. My father wear like fur coats and shit in August. Like I he, my see father, a picture of you, oh man. dude, my father, dude. If you saw a picture of my father, I, so I got. Was your chain? He's saying your chain wasn't big enough. He's just saying, yeah. He's going like it's a little, you know, it's 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 cute, you know. It's <laughs> he's going, it's cute. There's no fucking, you know. He would have big thing, big watches, my, you know, shoes and all that. So my father, we grew up with that with my father. You know, my grandmother would, would, when we'd visit my father on Sunday, he would take us to my grandmother's house. She came here from Sicily at 10 years old, didn't speak a lick of English. She would make the meatballs and the sauce and we would go in the pasta and we'd do that. Now my mother, see, this is also why the Greek wasn't, my, my Greek grandmother, my yaya, okay, she pushed the Greek on my mother, but my mother rebelled. Because so your mother was first. Your mother was born here. My mo- my mother was here, and my mother's the oldest of two girls. Okay. So they were harder on her than my aunt. Gotcha, gotcha. So she was like, "Take your Greek. I don't need to, he-, you know, because Greeks think everything great is Greek. Oh, civilization came from Greeks. Same as the time. You know, so, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so it's like, so so Greeks have this thing of like, we started civilization, we started sports, and listen, a lot of that is true. Greeks had of a lot. So that was pounded into my mom, and my mom was like, you know what? No. So she didn't put it on me. So my father was opposite. My father yeah. put it on me. Yeah. So the Sicilian was more like, my mom was just like, yeah, I'm Greek and you know, whatever. Like, but my father was like, no, 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 you don't understand. My father actually said this one time. I'm not even, I'm not even fucking around. I'm not even trying to be funny. My father actually told me that Sicilians were the greatest people on the planet. That they were, <laughs> that they were better than everybody else. Oh and, and he would say, he goes, no, 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 they're, they're better. He goes, you don't understand something. He's like, it's like, uh, it's like you, you should be blessed. You were blessed from God. <laughs> You were blessed from. That's you were, the most Sicilian. He's Sicilian, thing heard, so he's. Yeah. No, I say you're, you're blessed. Is ear to ear right he now. said you should you should thank the Lord that you're Sicilian. It's better than everything. It's that we're a different. He's he's like if we were dogs, it's the greatest breed. <laughs> we're purebred. Like, so like, he's not Italian. He's Sicilian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he always he never says anything bad about Italian. No, he, no, I know. I know he puts he said he'll say that he's Italian, but then he'll oh, go he will, okay. he'll go. But it's but it's Sicilian, so it's better. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. You know, so, so it's better. Did you have two Easter's growing up? That sounds amazing. Yeah, Greek we, and Italian. Yeah, sometimes, like sometimes, if they didn't land on the same day, yeah. my mom would just say, "Hey, we're going to you know Yaya's house for for right. you know Easter." Was she cooking Greek food growing up? No, Literally what I was gonna say. No. Would it, no, no. See, that's the other thing. Like, there was no, like, there wasn't like gourmet. I didn't have that. But when I was with my father and I went to my Sicilian grandma's, I had that. Gotcha. You know, because it was the Greek wasn't really pushed on me. It wasn't like you know she had a little bit of a Greek accent, but it was more Americanized. So how do you raise your kids? If you don't mind me asking now, is it more Italian or what's your wife? Well, my wife is like seven things. My okay. wife is everything. My wife is like uh, my wife is Swedish. She's Finnish. Okay. She's uh, German. She's got yeah, a little European. Irish English. So yeah. So she's you know so she's got Scandinavian and all that stuff. So. Um, my daughter is very much like me. My daughter is very Mediterranean looking. My daughter is very Italian looking. My son is very, very much like his mother. Blonde hair, blue eyes, looks Swedish, looks Scandinavian. So, uh, yeah. So, but no, I, I don't really. One time we went to, uh, where did we go? We went to a place where they were selling. Oh, we went to Ellis Island. They were like, Paul, you want to go with Lucas to Ellis Island for his class trip? I was one of the dads to go. And when you go to Ellis when you go down there, right, you, they have flags you could buy. And uh, so I bought him a, an Italian and a Greek flag because that's what I am. And, dude, my wife was pissed when I got home. <laughs> my wife was like, what the fuck? She's, she's like, I'm seven things. And I'm like, yeah, no, I know. I go, I'm more pure. Like, I'm a little more pure. <laughs> a little more pure. <laughs> I'm a little more. You're a little more cut I, up. I'm a little more. Yeah, yeah. You're cut. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're cocaine, they put too much shit in that. Like, I'm, I'm going like, you know, to get you to real fucking high. You so, got fentanyl, baby. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's what, yeah, that's what happened. And, um. And uh, he, she got all pissed off, and he put his on. I was like, it's, it'll be all right. But she, she got over it real quick. She got over it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And seven things, though, that is... That is she's a lot, yeah. Did she find out, like, through she, ancestry, or...? I think, no, I think she just, like, she... Just through her parents and grandparents, she knew that... I mean, I bet you if she did do that, you know, um, I, I always think about if my dad did that. Because oh if my, my dad found out that he was something else, he wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. 
That's crazy. I have like I just wish my father could find out he was something. He'd go, nah, that fuck, that's not real. He would say like that. Don't believe this. Twenty three percent Arabic for me. I'm yes, 100% really? but Sicilian. You're, but, you're, but you're Sicilian, bro. Yeah, see, if my father found that out, right. he would be go to therapy. He'd be <laughs> devastated. Yeah, he but, would... but, but let's be honest. That's what being Sicilian is. Yeah. Oh, dude. The country was invaded how many times? Yeah, yeah. That's what makes us beautiful because we all look different, you know? Yeah, it's like you could see somebody that's Sicilian that's light. You could see somebody that's darker, different color eyes and all that. Um, I'm going next year. I'm going to. I've been to Italy twice, and we sailed like... Pat, like we were in between, we sailed between Italy and Sicily. But um, next year, like through, I'm, through um, that little, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that I, was, I always wanted to see that. Yeah, it was cool because like we were we were on this ship and we're eating and we look on one side and it's the Calabria. the Buddha Italy and the, and the other side is Sicily. But um, next year, I'm taking the family to uh, to Sicily and Greece. So I'm gonna That's do both. Nice. I'm gonna do both. That's a sick trip. Yeah, yeah. What part of Greece? Uh, my grandmother was from. Um, what is it? Not Miss. It begins with an M. I, I, I'll fuck Definitely it up. Definitely not Mykonos. Uh, uh, no. no, Mykonos is the Miami of Europe. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Mykonos, but I, w- I would mess the name up. Messina, but, uh, but not far. Messina? Yeah. Uh, that's Italy. Messina's uh-huh. Italy. Oh, uh, I thought we were talking uh, about. about Excuse me. Uh, what about? Uh, it, it's it's a, not far from. Yeah, it's, it's, not far from. Not far from uh, Athens. My 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 Greek grandma. I don't think she was far from Athens. They came when they came to the United States. They actually stopped in New Hampshire for a while. And then and then they then they ended up uh, and then they ended up like settling in Washington Heights. One thing I admire about the oh, Greeks wow. is that a lot of kids because I went to high school in Astoria, all the Greek kids really go to Greek school on Saturdays. They really maintain the language and the heritage. Yeah. The pride with Greeks is a very you know like I, I swear to God like every three months I'll get a text message from Giannis and it'll just say you're a Greek kid <laughs> and that's all the text. You know, your mother is 100% Greek. You got to start embracing this. And I really do. But like I said, I mean, it's just my taste in food. I'm, I'm very, uh, I think my, my. They got nothing for the pasta. The, well, who? The Greeks. No. No, they orzo and shit. You know what I mean? It's like. I mean, come on. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? Because a lot of people do try to tell me, I don't know about you, Rob, but a lot of people try to tell me that Greek food is better than Italian food. Listen, gourmet Greek is really, really good, but. Italian food is the Jordan and anybody that says Italian food is number one and if anybody says it they're just trying to be a contrarian it's not close it's not fucking just trying to sound different it's not close look I I just told you before Indian food to me good Indian versus good Mexican I, I, I don't know man it's close but I feel like you got to take us to a good Indian spot so we can really... Dude, we'll, yeah, there's a couple. I, I will. We'll I'll order send for the you, table. I'll yeah. send you... A, that's, that's what I, you we'll guys, order for the table. Did you guys have, have you guys had Brett Ernst on here? Bread what? Nah. <laughs> what is it? What? Brett Ernst? Do you know who Brett Ernst is, right? Dude, Brett Ernst is the fucking... He's... Now, listen. The reason why his last name is Ernst is because the dad has a little German. He's the most Italian mother... Dude, he's the Guidoist. But he plays Cousin Louie on Cobra Kai. You watch Cobra Kai? No. Okay. Uh, you know Cobra Kai. You know the show, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard of it. The new, uh, the new version on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's, he's, but he's been in, he was in Vince Vaughn's, uh, you, dude, Brett Ernst is the best. Maybe if I see him. Oh, dude, Brett Ernst is the but best. He has a restaurant? But I thought you were talking about an Indian no, dish. No, 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 but he's the, <laughs> no, when you said, no, when you said, uh, but yo, you got to try the Brett Ernst. No, uh, <laughs> Brett, Brett always, we, like, show me a picture. we always laugh how Italians are like, no, for the table, just get it for the, oh, for the kids. Yeah, That's yeah. why when you said that, because yeah. Italians, Italians say, get the cookies for the kids, you know, yeah. it's always for the kids. We order some pizza for the kids. If oh, you man. don't order some things for the table, you got no class. Yeah. Yeah. You order you just for the, things just for the table. For the, but just saying the words for the table <laughs> is the most Italian it hits, shit, it but it just makes the most sense. Yeah. Just for the table, get yeah. it, get it for the... <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Tony Soprano did that too. He's like, get some onion rings for the table. Then he do some shit like that. Yeah, it's so it's so fucking funny. And that's the other thing. Like the the funniest people on on the planet, really. And I'm not saying that the funniest people on the planet are Italians and, and black people. They're the funny because yeah. they're the most. They give a. F- they're so passionate about yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, it, they're so passionate. I and I I love it. I love as it. As soon as you said that, I can't help but think of 
one of the best comedy skits of all time with Eddie Murphy. And Eddie I mean, he's my, he's my, uh, Eddie, that's what I grew that's, up, man. Now, did you like emulate your style of him or like my father, him? my father took me to that, to see that in Yonkers. He took me to see Eddie Murphy raw in 1987. I was like nine or oh, 10 that, years old. That exact, I, that exact thing. Wow. That, that's what, and, and what you just said really hit because, um, my grandmother and mother were like, you can't take him to, he's nine years old, 10 years old. You can't take him to see that. And he took me and my brother to see it in Movie Land in Yonkers off of Central Avenue. And, dude, I remember watching that and watching Eddie. And I was like, that changed everything for me. So, oh, wow. you know, when I walk around, like, if you watch me, like, I walk a lot. I, you know, I, I have to because that's who I am. But, like, Eddie to me, like, just the family stories, the impressions, the joking meant really changed me as a 10-year-old. You know, and I yeah. think that's why I do what I do. Yeah, I so mean, it's funny that you said that. Cause, and that Rocky bit is insane. Yeah, and how great, Italians man. are, you oh, know. God. Yeah, yeah. That, that clip would never watch work Rocky. today, obviously. Yeah, with the way he's like, you know, with his, everything's a question. What yeah, am I an yeah, asshole? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, don't you ever disrespect? That's my favorite. No, I love what he says to the woman. Don't you ever disrespect? Shift this glass in your fucking. You know, because it's like that's the other thing. Italians can't handle. We can't handle somebody getting one over on us yeah, in yeah. a disrespectful way. Yeah. We're like, what the fuck? It's the pride, you know, and that, and that's it's it's the fuck. It's the funniest shit in the world. Yeah, he's great. For me, yeah. I, when people when Italians talk, make fun of other Italians, it's cool. I don't like. When non-Italians make fun of Italians. Yeah, so I, I would say I think the same thing is like with in, in other cultures too. Yeah. Like you could see it in like, you know, when like Puerto Ricans like shit on each other, you couldn't do that. Like you no, couldn't go up course, to a Puerto Rican yeah. and fucking start shitting on them the way they yeah. shit on each other. Yeah. Pro- you know, same with, you know, same with black culture, right? Yeah, you can't, yeah, yeah. you're not going to go in there and joke the way they joke. But Italians. But I feel like Italians we get made fun of a lot more than any other culture. I think we, we could take it, that's why. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but still like. It's messed up. What are we like, gonna do? You know, yeah, there are people definitely shit on us a lot. You know, he's fucking. Gay look at his grease ball. Fuck it. You know, <laughs> look, at his, look at his grease. What do you live with your mother till you're fifty? Was she still doing your laundry? You fucking. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know. Honestly, if I love my mother, fuck you. My mother. If my mother wants to do my laundry till I'm seventy and she lives there, God bless. God bless. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> my dad would have my grandmother do it. He goes, No, no, it gives us something to do. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Dad, you're also not going to pour fucking Downy into a washing machine and do yeah. anything like that. It gives us something oh, to do. How funny is that? How fu- no, it gives her something to do. You know, it keeps her going. It keeps her going. She does my laundry. She takes my mail. That's a- <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Well, we all grew up the she same. She cooks. So, we all so grew up the same. Before you were saying you do three podcasts. Yes. We're here barely getting by with one. I yeah. It's so much work. So- it's It's crazy. Is it beneficial to do three? So, you know, look, here, here's how it happened. So uh, the Verzi effect was something that I always did. And that was the first one I did when I started. This is years ago. And it would just be audio. And I would just kind of just keep the muscle of being funny going. I did it with no guests. I did it alone. So, like, wow. I, was, I was able to, like, wow. figure out a way. But it actually helped me on stage. Because so it's basically, like, an hour set every episode? Yeah, basically hour set. When I first started, it was, like, a half hour. But then I was able to really get segments. And I really able to figure it out then um uh bill burr took a liking to me and uh we did started to do a sports podcast a few years ago awesome and we pick football games and um you know and, and it's been going really really well now bobby kelly who's one of the funniest he's half he's half irish half italian he's one of the funniest comedians a boston comedian one of the funniest comedians in the world and um I would always joke with him, like, when we do a podcast together, and I'd be like, before we get started, dude, I was like, I got a bone to pick with you. And he'd be like, oh, fuck, what? So then he'd be like, I got a bone to pick with you. Long story short, we started this podcast called Bone to Pick, and it's starting to really take yeah. it's starting to really take off. You could see clips yeah, online. That's, right. yeah, yeah. that's the one I saw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we started doing that. So then I was like, all right, look, I can't do any more podcasts. I'm going to do the Verzi Effect. I was like, I'll do the sports one with Bill, and then me and Bobby will do Bone to Pick, and then I'm done. So what I need to do is I need to space out my time. So we'll, you know, me and Bobby, we shoot a Bone to Pick almost like it's a TV series. We'll bang out like, we'll bang out a couple of months just, just because I'm traveling. You know, like last week, I so I was in California. In this, yeah, we do it in person, and I have a studio in Midtown where I do the Verzi effect and Bone to Pick. Mm-hmm. And since Bill is in West Coast and I'm here, we unfortunately we have to like Zoom. But we have a producer in Beverly Hills that kind of makes it look as good as they can make it. 
Um, unfortunately, people don't like the Zoom anymore. It reminds them of, it, you know, do. as a producer, yeah. it reminds them of COVID. It's just yeah. not as, when you don't have the, when you don't have the people in the room, like if all three of us were, if this was COVID and you said, come do Growing Up Italian, and we were like all three split screen, it would be okay because it's COVID. That's what everyone's doing. But if you were doing it now, it would hurt numbers for Honestly, sure. It, it didn't right. hit. No, because we're sitting here. We're fucking yeah. around. We're feeling each other's energy. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, you got the producer right there who, if you ask a question, they, you need that. You, you definitely, you know, you, you need that. But, um, yeah, so I'm able to, like, figure out with my time, manage my time to do that. But I also have two kids, which are my number one priority. But I'm also a national touring comic, and I'm out all the time on tour working on this new hour. So it's, it's a lot, but... Uh, the older, the older you get, like once I hit 40, I realized that you got to really like, I space out my time properly. Sleep, you know, like I got to, you know, how old are you, man? I'm 33. Yeah, okay. So you got, yeah, you got like, you're good for like a few more years before you really. A few more? Really, but because I feel once, terrible now. Once you hit like the late 30s, you're going to be like, oh, dude, I need to sleep for fucking eight oh, hours. I feel like that. I feel like that today because yeah. it's, it's so funny you said that because I was going to bring this up. Yesterday, I don't know if you ever seen Little Mo Mozzarella. Yeah, he actually just, um, he actually just, I heard he was at a wedding and he was mentioned that he was a fan of mine. We'll, we'll, call, we'll call him, we'll call him. But literally, we were, I did a podcast with him yesterday for these kids from Toronto. Like, I, I did the show with them last year and then they came back and they were with Mo and I was just like, was kind of just sitting there guiding, you know, trying to get the best out of uh, Mo and every day. And um, he was saying how he's going to pivot into comedy. He was saying how, you know, right now he's doing it. And, he, you know, he has a, a crazy following. But And he's like, if he's in the room, yeah, he's always the most funny guy. Like, he's a straight clown. Like, he's just hilarious. I think he's the funniest guy I know. But then he was saying how hard it is to do the comedy, the whole, the whole set. So we were talking about it. He's like, you know, this is literally yesterday. He's like, Com comedians, you know, like, usually... 15 minutes, you know, you make fun of the city you're in and then, you know, you do your show. And what I was going to ask is, let's say you're doing a tour, do you most, most likely do the whole set? Like, do you kind of take the same approach where you talk a little bit about the city and then, like, follow the same joke, like, same set for that um, tour? You know, I built, you know, it's for me, it's like building the hour. So, like, yeah, if, if I'm in, but I won't talk about it long. Like, I was just in San Diego Everybody knows how great the weather is. Everybody, you know, they're so chill over there because it's just, you know, they got the beach. They did, you know, they're doing coke. They did fucking chill out. They're smoking pot all so, day. Yeah, they're smoking pot all day, fucking boogie boarding and shit. What do they got? No problems. So, so. <laughs> they you know, got they, it all figured out. Yeah, they got it all. They're good. They're sitting on the beach on a fucking surfboard. So, you know, I'll mention that quick, but then I kind of just go into, then I'll just go into my, I just go into my act. And what I, what, you know, somebody new in comedy will learn that. Like one, they're there for you. Just go into it. Like you always want, oh, I got to get them. I got to, you're going to get them. But it takes, the thing with comedy is it takes a long time, man. It takes a very, very long time to, to be comfortable, to stay in the pocket and just know, you know, just know what you're going to bring. It's, it, I mean, like I said, I've been doing this 20 years and uh, I've, I've had, I've been fortunate enough to perform anywhere from, you know, Madison Square Garden in the round wow. in front of 18,000, awesome, you know, man. to, to, you know, uh, Carnegie Hall to small clubs to, to everything else, you know. When I first started out, somebody was like, gave me $200 to go in their living room. They had a party. That fucking adult sitting on a couch down the stairs. I'm standing in front That's of a TV. Be the hardest, it was like, fucking work. nuts, dude. I showed up to this place going, yeah, I'm here for the comedy show. Like, where? And they were like, oh, yeah, after we do our d'oeuvres and shit, everybody will come in the living room. I'm like, liver? What are you? Make they, your socks I had a fuck, yeah. I saw, I, dude, I saw adults sitting Indian style in the fucking, and I'm standing in front of it, and I'm going, what, what happened to my life? I got, yeah, I went from knocking doors to this shit, but it ended up going great. You just build, you know, you build it up. So, but it takes a long time. There's no, there's no shortcuts in this. And I don't care. And, and, and it doesn't matter how funny somebody is. I got friends go, oh, dude, my friend in the office, he's the funniest guy in the office. I'm like, let him get on stage with a microphone and see there's what happens. There's a difference, right? Dude, there's a funny in a room. Difference. A difference. Funny on stage. A difference. It's, the difference is an understatement. There are some people that are like, and I'm not even trying to be funny here. There are like some autistic kid, kids in stand-up that are very quiet. You, you'd see them out and, you'd, and then they go on stage yeah, and their jokes, are, their jokes are brilliantly crafted and they go there and they have everybody left. But if you see them at a party, they're just sitting there. You, you think, you know... This yeah, kid was been in, it's yeah, it's it's definitely so. As much as the funny guy in your office is, mm -hmm. it's a whole other ball game. You know yeah. what it is though, like, and I gotta give comedians their flowers, especially you. 
you guys graded the podcast game, I think. Like, yeah. Whenever I, I, I only watch podcasts with the, the comedians, though. It's like comedians are at the top of the game. That You guys run every single podcast. You guys are what made podcasts so popular. I you all do today. multiple, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is with podcasts, it's like we know, like we've shot the shit just talking with each other, yeah. you know? But you guys, I mean, look what you guys did. You know, you guys you guys watched it and you figured out and you're like, well, what could we talk about? Oh, let's talk about, you know, growing up Italian and, and you create something and now there's a market for that. There's a market for... You know, there's a podcast of everything. Right, I mean, oh, dude, you know, there's a podcast on making shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, you do taxes, and there's someone who yeah, talks yeah, yeah. to you about yeah. what you do. Yeah, <laughs> like an, yeah. There's like a, there's like a podcast for accountants. It's like the most boring shit. But like the bunch of fucking boring accounts are like, oh, that's my I love, shit. I love saying my Excel sheet. To yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. so. Anything else that you want to say to prove your Italianness? Before well, I mean, what? Because what? people are gonna, people are gonna, they're coming for you. I'm do you read you TikTok comments? No. Good. I don't right, read. So any. I gotta ask. Do you speak Italian? Do I speak Italian? No. Okay. I don't because that's gonna hurt you on the scale a little bit. Okay. No, no, I'm sure it will. But look, look, my my father and grandmother, my grandmother spoke it in front of me and my yeah. brother, but my. Greek grandmother would speak it to my mother, yeah. so I couldn't. I was yeah, a little kid listening to. I was a little too, a little kid listening, and I can't on. take yeah, one. I, do you know the curses for both Greek and Italian? Like you could curse somebody out in Greek and Italian. Yeah, I could say <laughs> You know, yeah, uh, Greek. I don't know like any uh, Malaka. Yeah, like yeah, stuff like that, like the easy ones. But no, I mean, look, if I get trashed because I don't know it, I'll nah, take nah, it. I'm messing with you. We, I'll we, take we it. see the worst of it, so. Yeah, yeah. You don't got nothing to worry about. No, no, no. Listen, you know, listen. I've been doing this a long time. Uh, When you put a special out, when you you put it, yeah, it took it took a while though. See that that you know was part of my Sicilian thing too. Was like you know when I first started. I remember when the Comedy Central special came out in 2018. I remember some big comedians going, "Hey man, just so you know, it's going to be a growth thing." And the first month this is out, you're going to get a lot more fans and a lot more visibility, but yeah. you're also going to get some shit coming your way that you, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, and it, at first I was like, I was like, fuck this dude doesn't know me. Fuck, you know, you don't know my heart. You know, the dude I am, fuck you. And I would start writing back and I'm realizing, I'm like, what am I, nuts? I remember Louis C.K. said something the best. Louis was like, he's like, what are you, what are you doing? He goes, it's, it's none of your business. And I, I was just, yeah, that's the way you got to look at it. So now it's like, yeah, what would I, you know, I put a Netflix special out, two million people are going to see it like, like that. And what am I going to worry about? Like a handful, you get that 90, exposure, you get, crazy. you get 90, you get 90% good shit. And then you yeah. get some people like, fuck him. I don't like the way he does this. And I'm like, you can't fight the world. And it's like, I got bigger fish to fry. You got to focus on the good stuff too. We yeah. often like look at the bad comments and feel like, we got to respond, but we should respond to the good ones too. And you, know? you got to understand the people that are doing the bad shit, they're miserable fucks. They're, they're miserable, unhappy people. There's a because, lot of people like that, though. Yeah, but, it's crazy. Because, but see, like, you got to understand but sometimes something. they just want a response from you, too, or something. They, want a, they do want a response, but, you know, you guys also did something. You did something. You started a podcast that's doing good. And these people have maybe always thought about it, and they've always talked about it, and they get drunk, and they smoke weed, and they sit around going, man, we're going to do, you know that growing up fucking thing? We're going to do fucking growing up Puerto Rico. It's going to be bigger, you know? And then they don't. And so now they're gonna. They, now they shit you know on you. Know? Do, you know what we should do. I think growing I think up Croatian. You, 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 and, you and Giannis. Fucking twelve people are gonna what, listen to. What's that? You and Giannis, Giannis should be growing up Greek. I, uh, I know. That would be fire. <laughs> that would. Where be. he just teaches you like the Greek ways. Yeah, yeah. Like every episode. Dude, that would be like, and people like Greeks come out to see him. Like yeah, Greeks, yeah. Greeks go hard. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, you, you realize that like, and then sometimes when you actually talk to a hater, they'll just be like. I remember I, somebody said something to me about my political... They said that... They watched my act and they go, yeah, he's funny, but he's totally biased. And they, like, talked about my political view. And then I go, dude, you're... You know, I said something back, like, you're not paying attention. And he goes, oh, dude, my bad, dude. I'm a fan. I just... So they just wanted me to... So it comes across as hate, but then they're like, oh, Verzi, I actually love you, man. Like, I'm a big fan. I watch... So they, they kind of want to get a rise out of you. And, uh, but now you just can't give it to them. You know, you just can't give it to them. It's like, who's got time for that? You know, I remember one time I went real hard. Me and this dude were going hard at each other. My little girl is like asking for water. And I was like, hold on a second. But fuck you, you fuck. This guy's like in Missouri. This guy's like in Missouri. And I'm like, and I'm like my daughters and I'm going like, what am I nuts? You know, let me stop. (laughs) Let me stop this. Cause it's, it's so ridiculous, you know, but, um, 
no, you guys, this is, and this is like, people were telling me, they're like, you got to come on the show. And I, but and I didn't Tara, know. I, shout out to Tara. She told me like, when she had the show with us, she's like, you got to do it with Paul. Oh, and we've been talking for a while. She's great, man. She's great. And she's been hustling. She's I remember hilarious, she's, so. she's, she's been hustling and she was somebody that like, and she's just always been like, she just be like, Hey, I think you're so funny. I want you to do this show. And cause like, I like, I was not. Like there's like an Italian thing going on on the internet, yeah. and people were like, "Yo, how Italians come- are up?" Ita- yeah, it's, it's like cool to be Italian. Like I said, with the show I did with Mo yesterday, the Canadian, the Toronto kids were saying that they think the most New York thing is the Italian Americans on the internet. I, I think too. I think there's a jealousy. I think there's a jealousy people have for times, and I think that that's what goes to what you were saying before, why we get made fun of the most. We get made fun of the most, and because I think we're loud, we're flashy, we talk a lot of shit, our food's the best, you know, but then people want to knock that down. Right, like you can't, cause you can't fuck with lasagna. You can't fuck with <laughs> no, meatball. No you can't fuck with pizza. Yeah. You can't fuck with stuffed shells. And you, then now I could take it to seafood, cause we go into the water too. <laughs> we go into the fucking water too. So now, we do. We now go swimming. we go swim, <laughs> bro. Put on a scuba gear. You're eating good. You're fucking. We're going eating, to the Titanic, dude. Well, yeah, we'll take. We fucking, fucking ch- dude. We chop up a we chop up an octopus. It's incredible. You throw <laughs> olive oil and and and, and, and garlic on an really? octopus. It's fucking yeah. Squid. We do it all right. So I think people know that, and I think since we're a little flashy about it, they're like, "Fuck that guy," you know. And I think they wish they could go full head to toe tracksuit, <laughs> right? Think about that. We can go if I showed up here in a mint colored mint green. Fucking head to toe tracks or you guys would be like, yo, that's kids fresh. You yeah. Go, yeah, yeah. We're Fire. the only culture that can we're the only culture that could do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If some fucking German walked in head to toe with like a velour, you'd be like, look at this fucking lunatic. Look at this fucking wannabe. This, this guy's out of his fucking mind. It's fucking Yeah. It's uh, so I think I think the freedom that we have with the music blasting, yeah. you know, uh, another there's a dude, big time Tommy, yeah, you know that dude, right? Too. That dude. You know, like the music he's blasting and the shit that he's doing. It's like we're the only, I feel like we're the only culture that could really get away with that. That's with actually that. true. Right? Yeah, I never thought of it like Think that. Think of it like that. He's got his windows down. He's smoking a cigar. He's got fucking Stevie D playing. doing Instagram. This is big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's, that's the old school way. And I love it. And he'll say something simple that's genius. Like, like be loyal to your friends. That's the old school way. <laughs> Million, yeah. million views. Yeah, million. <laughs> Love your mother, and that's the old school. And you're like, yeah, that's perfect. That's fuck. Oh, it's deep. It's deep. Take sometimes, care sometimes of your kids. Just saying what's simple. But 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 true. that but that's the genius of what simple is true. Love your kids, Love your and you're mother. like, yeah, that's fucking. Wow, he's right. Fucking yeah. right. I said it. You know what I said? That I said big time, Tommy. If he was a baseball player, he'd be Barry Bonds. Oh yeah, just home run after home run. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I love it, man. And I love embracing it, too. I, I feel like uh, we have such a cool, we have such a cool thing. But then there are Italians, but then here's the here's the downside, okay? Then there are the Italians that act tough just because they're Italian, but they're not tough. And it's like, let's not like get what? crazy. Give me an example of something. No, you know a kid who's like, you know, you know who he's fucking with? I'm like, dude, you're a plumber. You know my father? <laughs> I'm like you're fucking installing sheetrock. Like what are we? You know who the fuck you? You know who the fuck you're dealing with? It's like yeah, I do. You're fucking three payments behind on a Kia Sportage. That's who the fuck I'm talking to. <laughs> you still get right? No, you know what I mean. Like, there is a lot of irrational confidence. That's what that I mean. Like, like, like yeah, no, I know the. You know, so you go, so you go no, I know the manager. I know the manager at a restaurant. It's his brother and shit. His brother's like minimum wage. No, I know. I'll take care of everything. So you go to Howard Beach a lot. <laughs> no, we're going to get free bread for the table. <laughs> I get extra butter for they, the fucking... They love me over here. They do the right thing for me. Yeah, yeah. Listen, nobody's going to fuck with us. We pull up the car, nobody's going to... say, like, yeah, it's a beautiful neighborhood. They're valeting. They're... <laughs> yeah, there's a million spots. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, you can go anywhere you want. Walk down the street safe. You find... No, we're oh good. I talk to him. That's the best. I call... He knows we're coming. Oh, does he? You, did you set you set a reservation for the restaurant? That's oh classic, my god! Bro. My favorite is. Do you know who my father? is? Oh, that's the best. That's the best. That's a little more. Do you know who my father is? Is the best. Or me and Brett Ernst, we always joke about. So everybody has a friend that could do work. No, my cousin. How much you pay for that? <laughs> no, my cousin would have done that yeah. for. 
Half the price. Half the price. Come on. Half the price. And that's a sloppy job, I could tell, buddy. You know, the naked eye could see he's off. You know, that, that's the walls a little. Yeah, I love the Italian shit, but the the fake tough Italian is is one of my, the funniest. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, it's by far the funniest. It's by far the funniest. Yeah, it's by far the funniest. Yeah, yeah. That's why we're lit on TikTok. <laughs> Wait, you think we're that? We fall into that category? Kinda. We don't fall into another category, right? <laughs> hey, you're with us. You're with us. Don't worry if, it, if it's like if TikTok was categories, it's definitely the category we're in. Oh man, that's a bad category to be in. Wait, what do you mean, like, like, like fake tough guy Italians? That's would be. There is just a few guys on TikTok that just like put oil in their hair and they just stare into the camera and just look tough. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I have one exactly in my head. I'm not even gonna give him the time of day. <laughs> Do you guys get any kind of like, do you guys get like hate from other Italian podcasts? There's no one like on our level. I don't, yeah, I don't it's think a monopoly. Any... It's a monopoly. You guys taking over the, the, the Italian <laughs> humbly, podcast humbly game? If yeah. you started one, yeah. It was, most like, most of the hate, most of the hate comes from actually Italy. Yeah, Italy yeah. itself. Like Italians for yeah. real. Oh yeah, they don't claim those are the same. Those are the same people that felt disrespected about the Sopranos, yeah. right? Yes. They're like, why yeah, are you glorifying? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some people that just like our culture is not, you know. Like they're gonna say when they see you on our podcast, the little Yankee hat is Italian. Yeah, you know that's the kind of comments we got. Yeah, fifty oh, percent Sicilian. Yeah, he's Italian. You know what they say? You know what uh, they? My friends say to me, they go, Giannis would always go, "You're lucky you're half Greek, because if not, you'd be a criminal." Because <laughs> <laughs> I used yeah, to know the Greeks are so innocent. Can I be honest with you though, man? I used to do. I was like, I did bad shit and I liked it. <laughs> No, dude, I used to fucking, dude, I did bad shit. I was arrested and I fucking liked it, man. I remember one time I was at a, uh, I, I don't know what that is. And somebody's like, oh, man, that's the Sicilian. And I'm like, I don't know if you could, but I remember I was at a red light. And I was just looking around and I was like, man, fuck this. And I just went and I felt great. Like, I felt great breaking the, you know, and like my fantasy is to rob a bank. You know, so I have all these things and I'm like, what is that? That's the Sicilian in you for sure. And, and Giannis was like, oh, dude, you're lucky you're not. If it was full Sicilian, you'd be a f- straight up criminal. You'd be, you, you would do, <laughs> you would have done jail. But yeah, I did, uh, I did some stupid. Yeah, but you remember in a Bronx tale? When, uh, cause I'm friends with, uh, Dom Lombardozzi, you know, Dom? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I know Dom too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dom is a friend of mine, but like, remember he was selling them guns yeah, and the yeah, one yeah. kid and was like, he was like, I want to fuck it. Yeah. And he goes, I want to fucking shit. I want to fuck. But there's a thing with that where that you get it. I just want to yeah, fucking shoot yeah, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah like, and you don't, you don't want to hurt anybody, but you want to fucking shoot somebody. <laughs> you know, does that make, <laughs> if that makes any sort Sounds of like sense. You a therapist. Bro. Oh dude. Yeah. Yeah. I would, be, we would be like, dude, you want to go rob that place? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like so, but uh, yeah, bro. Oh, man. Thank you so much for thank stopping you, by. Appreciate no, it. man, thank if you guys. guys. If it's the first time seeing him, make sure to check out the Netflix special. He has a zillion podcasts out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, check out Netflix special Nocturnal Admissions. Um, if you are in the um, Hartford area this Friday night, I'm gonna be at the Funny Bone in Hartford. I'll be at Healy. This will probably be out in like Novemberish. Oh give, shit! Maybe give him some. Dates All right. So if this is so if this is November, then I would say uh, I just announced. Check me out, guys. I'm gonna be at the Gramercy Theater New Year's Eve. First nice. time I'm doing New York City on New Year's Eve, but I'm headlining. Thank you, man. I'll be at the Gramer- awesome. Gramercy Theater. You can check me out in Old Dad's coming on Netflix. I got a quick uh, cameo in that coming out October 20th. And yeah, Nocturnal Admissions, Versi Effect, Bone to Pick, any. Thing better there you go let's go boop, boop, boop. we'll put your description we'll put your instagram in the description if anybody wants to follow you yeah get me on get me on all social platforms and all that man thank you so much thank you for having me